Sometimes I think you should be the person that wins the Senate. I should. I, I, well, I don't. I, I don't want to seem like I talk too much. I think we both talk evenly, and uh, it's weird doing. You know, we've been doing this for this is episode nineteen, and I decided to go rogue, go off on my own, do my own thing, do it my already own podcast. leaving already Justin Timberlake and me. Leaving we were the in nest. sync. You're Justin Timberlake. <laughs> no, but it's weird. I I kind of had like not not like a true script, but um, it's a little bit different. Um, I started a new podcast called Brewery Adventures, where I talk about each week a brewery that I've visited. It's kind of like I wanted to make it like a hybrid like travel podcast with beer mixed in. Um, yeah. So if you've ever seen my Instagram account, Brewery Adventures, it is basically that Instagram account, but in audio form. And uh, the first po- first episode is up right now, Rheingeist Brewery. If you are interested in Rheingeist, check it out. It's uh, eventually going to be on all this, the platforms you got to get all the approvals and fun stuff like that but definitely on spotify so check that out and i'll have links on all of our social media i'll be spamming people when this episode comes out to uh make sure they listen not only this episode but the first episode of that podcast maybe we can add at the end of this one like the first two or three minutes of that podcast just so they get a little taste of it yeah i got like free preview weekend I have an intro. I have like a little, uh, a little music that I played, which I don't know if you, I don't know if you know this, and you might have known this before, but uh, there are websites where you can go and get like free music that you pl- that you pay. That's like open source. You don't have to pay royalties. So I found a website, found like a kind of a cool song. It's kind of generic, but that's in there. Three different times I did podcast editing. I'm not the editor producer person. That's always for the people that don't know, that's you. And Juan volunteered this week to be our, our producer. I don't know if you knew that or not. Uh, of this show? Yeah, but he's so flaky. He said, I, I just love being a producer. Like he was talking about when he was the produ- the quote unquote producer on Bluegrass MMA Live, which was basically calling people and listening. Yeah, listening. He's like the uh, Fred Norris or the the Gary Delabate. I guess yeah. Fred would be uh, – he didn't have any uh, – he didn't throw any sound bites or any crazy voices in, so he's not really Fred. He's more like the Robin. Juan Quivers. Exactly. Are you already drinking your beer? Hold on. I guess actually – No, this is my side beer. I <laughs> think a couple of different weeks I've had a side beer, and uh, this is one of them. So I'm drinking yeah. – and we'll get into the to the beer later, but I'm drinking the Losing Brewery. Unfortunately, it's like always like the I love Mad Tree, but they're like the redheaded stepchild of everything that we do. So I had to give them a little bit of love. We hope everybody had a great weekend. It's Monday, started off right. It's probably sometime in the afternoon this drops. So it's Monday. The Bengals lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody watched the game. Nobody cared. Um, we're seeping that much closer to fall, even though people are pushing fall. I'm I'm riding this one out, David. It's not fall yet. It was eighty some degrees today. It was like ninety here. But I'm see, I'm a fall guy, so I want fall to be here. Same, sooner. but I want it in the right context. I want it yeah, when it's supposed. You don't to be want there. a ninety degree fall. <laughs> I don't want Christmas in July. You know, I don't want all that shit. Yeah. I don't know. I think uh, that, you know, the crazy thing is the, uh, you know, I always used to, TV is so different now, but when I was, you know, when we were both young pups, it was always like, what's the new TV coming out in the fall, right? Fall yeah. season. What's the new fall new season? season? And I think that we are officially at the bottom of the barrel. Of shows <laughs> because you and I, well, this show came on my radar today, uh, mostly because I've been following wrestling a lot recently and, um, a new show that is a knockoff of every other talent show and every other, you know, no singing and dancing, but, uh, one of your idols is the host. And I think this might be like one of his big, like, for, like biggest Things that I've seen him do at least in a while. 
You're talking about Burt Chrysler? Yeah. Yeah. So he's doing this show on TBS, right? Yeah. And it's called uh, Goat Go Time. So, uh, listen, I, I don't know if it's like you want it, to, it's, I want to be on TV type thing or whatever, but I'm sure he does perfectly fine in the stand up world. He's doing drive in tours now. Granted, you know, the last six months have been kind of a downturn for all entertainment business, but like, I just don't, he's funny. He's one of the funniest. He, he doesn't know that he's my best friend. <laughs> you haven't told him. Uh, I mean, he follows me on Twitter. We've hugged, you know, I've got to talk to him. That's the two things that you, that you have to have to be a best friend. Yeah. You got a hug and he didn't have a shirt on. So. And follow on Twitter. I I mean, I don't think he ever has a, this is probably the show. I think it might be, he had to buy shirts for the show. Yeah. But going back to, you know, the early two thousands, you were five years old. Um, <laughs> but do you remember the explosion that was American Idol? Did that, or even as, yeah, the, as I definitely remember the first, couple of seasons the kelly clarkson season and justin guarini and i remember like how that was actually a debate of who was more talented and looking back it's like definitely kelly clarkson yeah i remember the ruben stuttered season Mm -hmm. and then i think it was fantasia and pretty much every after that i don't remember any of the uh any of the seasons i know that it changed a lot like um chris daughtry and people like that Mm -hmm. were on it at some point but I do remember the first couple episodes. Who's the season, most sorry. memorable uh, artists that have come out of American Idol for you? Is it the people you just named? Yeah, I mean, those are definitely the ones that are on the top of my head. I remember when Taylor Hicks won, when uh, he was like 20, supposedly 28 years old, but full, fully gray. And people were like, there's no way this dude's 28. And he looked like he was like 70. So Carrie Underwood. Oh, yeah, I forgot about her. All my rowdy uh, friends. <laughs> um, I think she's she's kind of the breakout as far in the music world that's done the best. And yeah, then, and some of the people have actually been Clay Aiken. Like Jennifer Hudson was huge, has been huge in movies too. Mm-hmm. You're not just, um, but she's like won. Uh, I think like Oscar, like she's nominated for Oscars for uh, uh, Dream Girls. Dream Girls. Um, Chris Daughtry, like I mentioned, was definitely on there. Um, those are the biggest ones, though. Uh, I think, uh, and now that now that we said it, more people are going to come to my head as uh, throughout this episode. <laughs> when you look at America's Got Talent and The Voice, and you know a lot of these are music related, and some of them are just general talent shows. But in two in in twenty twenty. Social media can make you a star without that, like, public, I don't know, gesturing. I, I don't know. You know, there's there's always great stories that come out of it, you know, and, and people get a flash of attention. You know, the Chicken Man from Kentucky won uh, America's Got Talent. But, like, that stuff's played out. For me, I don't enjoy watching it. Do you enjoy watching that? Would you? Yeah. Will you watch this on TBS? Like yeah. That. Well, so the, the the big thing with this is this show. They immediately say no singing, no dancing. It's a talent show. It's more like America's Got Talent, where they've got people that are doing crazy acrobatics and stuff like that. It's supposedly the most extreme talent show ever. So it's like I think they're going for. Like the daredevil types, the um, like in the preview, I saw somebody doing like riding, driving monster trucks. I'm not really sure how that's, I mean, I know that's a talent, but I don't know how that's a talent show worthy. I saw someone like swallowing swords, uh, people doing crazy backflips. Um, my thing is, I like the how the wide range of the judges on the show. Did you All catch right, who the, the judges, judges were? No, All right. it's Bert. Bird is the host. Um, Rosario Dawson, who is uh, probably most famous from like Men in Black 2, uh, and also is Cory Booker's 
uh, girlfriend. Uh, Clerks, Clerks too. Yeah, she was in that too. Um, Cody Rhodes from wrestling AEW, which I didn't yeah. know, not know that he was that big of a star. Jennifer Nettles, the country music singer from Sugar. Never Land. heard of her. And Snoop Dogg. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like Snoop Dogg is like, he's like the guy that has mainstream appeal that is actually like a, you know, legit star, but we'll yeah, he's gonna draw crazy he, one-off he, stuff like this. Yeah, he will draw people in. Um, When it comes to the way television's packaged now, like, I, I, would, I don't have TBS. I don't have cable. You don't have cable. Yeah, I have like a streaming. Like I have Hulu live with live TV just for sports, which don't exist anymore. So, so you know, you get your your fix on whatever series it is that you enjoy, and then you're presented like the Umbrella Academy. I don't know if you caught that on Netflix. First season was awesome. Second season, you sit down and you know a day and a half binge all of it. And it's and it's good. I got hip to um, a show on Amazon called The Boys. And it's a weird take on superheroes and like corporate America and national security. It's a, it's a good show. So season two just dropped Friday. They only put three episodes out. Oh, I hate that. And so I'm like, listen, I'm not going to sit and like wait till 1201 on Friday. I'm not going to watch any more until they're all out. The only exception to this rule in the last handful of years for me was the Mandalorian. Yeah. For me, it's a uh, uh, game of Thrones. That's like been the one like must see like appointment viewing TV when it came out on Sundays at, I think it was nine or 10 o'clock. That was like the one in the last like, Handful of years. Never seen it. Um, definitely worth watch. The first few seasons are definitely worth watching. But uh, I love like watching people defend it and analyze it and say how bad the ending <laughs> was and all that. So everyone has the same like opinion and, and viewpoint on it. I think, which is kind of weird. So if you got this far. Give us a like, give us a share, tell your friends, write a letter, put us somewhere. Um, my wife, I love her. Been married a long time. I hope so. I'm coming up on a milestone year, David, my 40th birthday. So she wanted to do something cool. And I got a, uh, one of my best friends for my whole life. His birthday is, you know, a couple of weeks after mine. Um, we did a get together earlier in the year for like the spring, early summer birthdays of our friend group. So for a long time, she has been uh, planning like a weekend. We we're going to go to Louisville, be at my friend's house. Uh, like have a chill night Friday night. I've got friends flying in from New Hampshire, people driving up from Atlanta. Like this is, you only turn 40 once, right? It's going to be all the way live. As my dad would say. And uh, so the plan was Saturday. My favorite distillery is Buffalo trace. So they haven't put their schedule out. They hadn't put their schedule up. My wife had been in contact with them. Yeah, we'll put you on the wait list as soon as it drops. You just tell us what t- you get first choice, right? Schedule dropped Saturday. So, uh, and they call her. Hey, schedule's out, blah, blah, blah. She goes, Monday. First of all, she couldn't get a real person on the phone. Finally, she gets... Gets in contact. Long story short, fuck the Thomas family. We weren't on the wait list. And guess what? In three days, all the tours for the day that we're going to have to be there are booked. She's not happy. I can imagine. Because there's only a handful of distilleries that are still even doing tours right now. Yeah, I'm surprised anybody really at this point is um, doing tours. 
that's kind of that's shitty though. It's uh, hey, I, and I was looking forward to it. I saw our friends over at uh, the Ginger and the Beard had I think their birthdays are on the same time, and they did a birthday episode, and they gave each other birthday presents for, or maybe it was the Ginger's birthday present. And yeah, he turned thirty, right? Thirty, which man to be thirty again? Shut like, the I'm, fuck up! <laughs> I'm thirty right now. But <laughs> to be to just be thirty one more year. <laughs> I'll take. God. I feel like that we, everyone should get like a red shirt year this year. I want to be thirty again next year, uh, just like college football. But they, uh, the beard, got him a, a brewing kit for his birthday. So neither one of them ever ever brewed before. And I have brewed, and I don't know if you saw this or not, but you see what I got? Ooh, legit. We are on the, the map. Anheuser-Busch, call us. We, no less right. than seven figures. The recipe is available. The Beers and Beards Coffee Brown Ale, officially bottled with the labels on it. And is I'll that, put is on, that I'll, your beer tonight? No. Oh. No, we we did the, uh, the contest, so... Oh yeah, um, but I, yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about it in a couple couple of weeks. Uh, we'll be together for our our legalization twenty first birthday. Yeah, yeah. So we'll be together for that. So we'll definitely have some for that. And uh, I'll put I'll put some pictures on of the the beer on social media. But how many podcasts do you know that have their own beer? We're legit. Yeah, it's it's got to be uh, in the low teens. I would say. I've never heard of a podcast having their own beer. Joe Rogan doesn't have his own beer. No. He might have his own uh, elk meat brand or something own, like that. His own strain of DMT. It's not bourbon or beer, but I, and I didn't, I'm, I'm throwing a curveball at you, but did you see the guy, I think he was in England, cashed in his birthday scotch to buy a house? No. <laughs> Yeah, that so we talked about he, birthday old Forester birthday bourbon last week, uh, and I think maybe if you had a bottle of that or some like Pappy twenty three, Pappy twenty five, you could do that. Um, to buy a house, was it a like a bit like a full full size house or was it like a tiny house? It was uh, okay. So it's on the BBC News. Son sells twenty eight years worth of birthday whiskey to buy first home. Um, and with this, Matthew Robson from Totten was born in 1992. And over the course of his life, his dad spent about 5,000 pounds. I don't know what that is in, in real money. Uh, but he had <laughs> he had 28 bottles of Macallan single malt scotch. Uh, and they're all they all have the year on them, right? Yeah. So he remember, $5,000 retail he flipped this into uh, it looks like the equivalent of uh, fifty three thousand dollars. Yeah, so forty thousand pounds, fifty three thousand uh, dollars to make a down payment on the house. Wow, that's impressive. How pissed are you if you're a three year old and on your birthday you get scotch? <laughs> Some scotch. I wanted Optimus Prime, Dad. Fuck this scotch. This is your inheritance, son. But that's and, and he told him, you know. I guess when he's old enough to realize, you know, that he may may want to go experiment a little bit. Um, don't open it. Don't drink it. Trust me. And he did. That's he funny. didn't open any of it. The only thing I've ever had something like that was um, I had someone that graduated college, and their dad had gotten them a bottle of Dom Perignon from the year that they were born, and gave it to him on the year they graduated. And tried it, and it was disgusting. But scotch, <laughs> scotch and champagne are two different things, right? Uh, scotch is nasty. It's it's probably like craft beer, a very acquired <laughs> taste, and not in a bad way. One time, yeah. this is my experience with scotch. I got scotch as a gift. I got some. I think it's called Glenlivet. Glenlivet. I don't know yeah. what it is. Um, I had that as a gift. I took. I had maybe one tasting and i gave the bottle away uh but then one night i had i was at a bar i ordered um a bourbon a shot basically 
and they confused my order and I got a shot of scotch and I downed it and it, um, it almost put me into a coma. I was so taken aback. <laughs> the only two scotch uh, brands I think I've had are Lagavulin and Johnny Walker. I think it was the black, black label, Ooh, black label. I think it was black. Whatever the, che- is that the cheap one? Whatever the cheap one is. I don't know. Sounds um, fancy. We are not a scotch show no. with bourbon and beer. No, but listen, I th- I thought that was worthy of a of a mention. Just if I mean, maybe I start buying Harlan some uh, Old Forester birthday, birthday which bourbon. You want to get into it? To the bourbon. Well, so I I looked into this because I was I was curious about the birthday bourbon. While you you get ready for your thing, Ohio does a. At the in last year, at least the last two years, they've done. You go, show up to where they say they're going to have it at the liquor store, get a raffle ticket, and then if your name is picked, you actually get to to buy it then and there. So if they, I doubt they're. I'm assuming they're going to do some sort of virtual thing this year. Um, yeah. That's how I won the Pappy Ten Year. They did a virtual thing, but that's actually at the end of October. So hopefully Ohio gets some more this year. And if they do, I'll I'll put our names in the hat and maybe we can get some birthday bourbon. Now, this was Matt McCarthy's everyday drinker, right? Yes. Uh, Old Forester. And I say that, Old Forester has an array of products. They had rye. They had 100 proof. I went with the signature straight up Old Forester 86 proof, which you and I have teased doing a, like a budget bourbon. And so when I, yes. when I got this, I looked at, this is considered... A mid tier, but I mean, it's twenty one dollars, uh, and I'm looking at that's not at, bad. No, uh, but you think about that. This bottle of Old Forester, which they had, they say it's the first bottled bourbon ever, right? Like this is the first. This is the the legacy bourbon. Um, twenty dollars so to eighteen seventy. Uh, yep, eighteen seventy established eighteen seventy, but it th- when you we we talked about brands and and how maybe one company has different brands, whatever. Old Forester, they're all Old Forester, right? But like I said, Rye Hundred Proof. Uh, I think there's like a Red Top. I got the standard eighty six proof because you know me. If you listen to this podcast enough, you know I like the lower proof bourbons. Um. But twenty dollars to a hundred twenty dollars. That's is there is there a stark comparison to that in in the craft beer world? You mean the beer like bourbon bourbons? So, so yeah, what you I see mean, is, is there it does? And we've talked about the most expensive beer, but like Sam Adams has got a dollar can, and then they've got you know a hundred dollar can. Yeah, definitely. I mean, so Sam Adams, um, I think a, another big one too is like you look at Dogfish Head, like the 60 minute IPA, which we had the 90 minute, mm-hmm. 60 minute IPA, six pack, 999. Uh, the 120 minute IPA, which is like 18%, six pack is like 45 bucks. Ooh, okay. So that's a pretty big So spread. yeah, so yeah, so that's a, it's, it's, it's comparable, but I just thought, I'm looking. I bought the the economy old Forester, but I did ask, "Hey, do y'all have any of the birthday?" And they're one. They really. I went to Kroger. They laughed at you. Probably, they didn't laugh at me. They didn't know what I was talking about. Oh. They have a big stand. Uh, the the Kroger Bourbon Station, right? Guess what's on the bottom row of the of the uh, Kroger Bourbon Station? Stonehammer. Uh, Tito's Vodka. So that tells you where Kroger's at. Uh, and then it Good was Jim Beam. Jim Beam. It was Tito's. Jim Beam. Uh, Woodford Reserve, which Brown Foreman owns Old Forester. Brown Foreman owns Woodford Reserve, who just sponsored the Derby. Uh, one of my best friend's wives today said we're in a big group text. She sent us a picture. She had 40 bottles of Woodford. She was, uh, giving it as thank you gifts from the Derby. Wow. Um, so all under that same umbrella, but here we go. 
This is brought to you by Beard Octane. Go to beardoctane.com. There's something, even David, who is a baby face, there's something there for him. Body wash, uh, beard butter. If you just want to buy a hat or a, uh, uh, what do they call the, like the neck gators? Is that what, is that, yeah, is that neck how you gator. say that? That's how they have that. It has a beard on it. So David, by <laughs> proxy, could have his own beard. Actually, I need that. Yeah, I do need that. Uh, we appreciate everybody that does go there. If you buy something or not, if you go, th- this guy's putting out a ton of stuff. I mean, he's selling, you know, and I like to think that the, the beers and beards podcast is sending him some business. Yeah. Um, but find whatever you want, free shipping in the continental United States for anything over $75 Enter promo code. Beers and Beards 10 to get that. And you know how we do it. We're going to hit it with the nose first. This is Old Force. They call it Old 86. What I found. There's no um, age. Like there's no age label here. So I assume it's just four years old. And you can tell that, you know, in my, I don't know. I guess repetition of the nose of bourbon, which I thought was literally when we started this podcast, I thought that was just something snooty that people did. <laughs> you know, I like, mean, you go back to our old episodes, you're like, ah, that's not real. It's yeah. Not, yeah. But, but now, and our, both of our bourbon collections are growing. Uh, this shindig I'm talking about when I go to Louisville, that's, we're taking the Wellers there. This is a, this is a young bourbon. This is, you know, there's not much of that um, that good oak smell to it. Very, yeah, I would say it's probably like four years old. They ain't gonna tell us, but um, it's, it could be a mix too, right? Of of different age barrels, they might throw a five year bur- barrel in there. Or, yeah, you know, it's all. It years. just has to meet that minimum uh, requirement. Uh, and so when you look at like the. Uh, I don't know. Do I have the, yeah, the mash is 72% corn, 18% rye, 10% malted barley. Uh, it goes in the barrel at 125 proof. Uh, the age is not stated. It's 43% alcohol by volume and readily available everywhere. Unlike most bourbons, the review that I read on this says if you had to describe, how would you describe old Forster 86? And they say bourbon. And that's not a derogatory, but like <laughs> this is just bourbon. So let's hit it one time. It's uh, soft on the palate. There's no. That's the thing, and this may be snooty of me, but I like that that barrel, that char, that char taste. You know. Yeah, the oaky, well, oaky char. Long, Long Branch hit it out the park last week. Oaky like afterbirth. That. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like you know it's got that bourbon burn to it. Uh, maybe like a little vanilla, soft um, vanilla and light orange notes. I, the The I aroma on this one sounds really interesting. I always like reading the uh, descriptions of of the, uh, you know, going on the Old Forester website. The aroma says sharp and sweet with a strong floral character that swirls with hints of mint, rich tobacco leaf, and vanilla. Corn, rye, malted barley. There's no fucking tobacco smell in this. What? (laughs) I, I may, over the course of the next 20 years, you know, when we get super popular and big and People send us barrels of bourbon instead of us going out and buying our own. Uh, maybe that's something I can appreciate. But I grew up raising tobacco. I've I chew tobacco. There's nothing about nothing about this smells like tobacco. Interesting. That's this would go. I'm trying to think, David. You know, we I've had we've had some good. We've been spoiled. We've had some good bourbon so far. I know. This I was is, just this, looking at the list today. This is lower tier, man. This is probably bottom five. But as a daily drinker, as a daily drinker, or something like that, even not even. 
No. I mean, for 20 bucks, it'll get you drunk. You know? <laughs> Would you uh, take this or Jim Beam? Jim Beam. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't hate it. I don't want, don't get me wrong. I don't want to be like this critic, like, oh, it's just <laughs> not, it's not a 12 year old, you know, that came out of the limestone waterbed. No, it's, I mean, it's bourbon. That's a, that is a, an amazing explanation of this. It is bourbon. Uh, and if I, I would rather drink this than a Miller Lite any day. I figured you would say something like that. <laughs> oh, you, so while we're still on the bourbon, you get out and, and you look at bourbon, right? Like you, I'm not, yeah. you don't buy it all the time, but you go out and you, you keep appraised of what's going on in the bourbon world. Yeah. Everywhere that I go, I, that has bourbon, I try to, I, try, I at least look at it. I'm definitely like, I'm a very visual person, analytical. I like looking at, you know, how people merchandise and place things. And, um, yeah, definitely like on my radar is, is, and now that I know what to look for a little bit, I, I can see, you know, for example, in the last couple of weeks, I've been seeing the spread of Woodford as a Derby, you know, now, I mean, we're in September, so it's not typical Derby time, but the spread of Woodford is getting like slightly wider and wider, no matter where you go. Um, you know, seeing some of, uh, you know, typical bottom shelf stuff, typical top shelf stuff. Um, you know, you always see like the old granddad and, and stuff like that on, uh, on the bottom shelf. And, um, yeah, I always, I just always like looking at it and, and seeing, you know, what, what I'm familiar with and the ones that I'm not familiar with, try to familiarize myself with them. But we have had, I mean, check out our list on MMAMcKinney.com. We've got a beers and beards page on there. It has every bourbon that we've tried so far. It's been a pretty great run so far. I'm not sure if we can keep up this pace. Oh, Although I have like I'm a handful a of bourbons that we, yeah, that we haven't had yet. So, yeah, you hang on to you know some of the new riff and Jeffersons. You got the Jeffersons, right? Jeffersons Ocean. Um, That's right. Yeah, Ocean's, I have uh, Ocean's Twelve with Gary and David. <laughs> I have um uh limestone branch mm-hmm. uh from Stephen Beam that we haven't had yet on the show. Had some of that last week, absolutely delicious. Maybe one of my like top two or three bourbons really? that I've had so far. Um nice single barrel option. And I got a, like a smaller bottle of it because it was a little bit more on the expensive side because it was a single barrel, but really just good. High quality. I might have to go back and get some more, get a bigger bottle. You know, uh, we were talking in my office, which we're all, everybody drinks bourbon pretty much. And I was talking about the Sycamore and they, I, they were just appalled an Ohio bourbon. (laughs) But But tell them to listen to that show and how much you love that bourbon. Speaking of Sycamore. Speaking of Sycamore, we did, uh, we're going to talk about the beer now, beer, beer brought to you by Audible. Uh, I was hoping to have a new sponsor this week, hasn't gotten approved yet, so maybe next week we'll have a new sponsor for the beer, but uh, audibletrial.com forward slash beers and beards. Um, I don't even know what book I'm reading. Oh, I'm, I'm reading right now. Um, it's called uh, Boys Will Be Boys about the Dallas Cowboys of the 1990s by Jeff Perlman, basically the best uh, sports author of the last probably 20 or 30 years. Um, really good, interesting book. Um, one worth worth checking out. Um, audibletrial.com forward slash beers and beards. Get a free 30-day trial and a free audiobook and let us know which audiobook you pick. Um, I'm always curious about new books and, and what people are reading, but uh we talked. We mentioned last week we we're going to do a little mini tournament to see a Cincinnati brewery that uh, we haven't featured. We wanted to feature a Cincinnati brewery we haven't featured yet. The four options were March First, Mad Tree, uh, Sonder, and Streetside. The M's and the S's. 
came down March 1st beat uh, Sonder. Madtree or March 1st beat Streetside. Madtree beat Sonder. And the finals March 1st with the victory over Madtree. So Madtree, we've now had two, <laughs> twice we've had uh, the option for Madtree. We'll, we'll get some Madtree in here, you know, pretty soon. They, they're a great brewery. Uh, really good beer, but uh, March first. They don't want you to. They don't want you to drink it. I know. I, well, I was drinking a. Uh, uh, actually, had two Mad Tree beers tonight. I had their Ziggler Oktoberfest, and had their Happy Amber, which was a Great American Beer Festival. I think it won a gold medal. Um, but a nice hoppy amber ale. So shout out to to Mad Tree. Always great beer. But sixty five percent of the vote Mar- March first beat. Madgery. And we had a, I mean, when we did the the voting before we had a handful of votes. Now we're starting to get a little bit of a following, uh, on Instagram. We're almost at 500 followers, uh, 65%. We had a good number of, I was surprised. I'm not going to lie. How many people voted, um, in this phenomenon, one, but David. we are. And, uh, so March 1st, it, which also owns Sycamore distillery, which we had a, f- a few weeks back and Gary love to hear bourbon that uh gary got drunk on <laughs> get to get to about minute 50 of that podcast just fast forward to there and i've listened to it a couple times just i know the moment i know the moment that hits me i get i get chatty so yeah that was a fun week and uh but this week i show you the march 1st it's a cool can i i decided on their irish red which is not a um, style of craft beer that you see very often, which is why I picked this one. Um, it's also one of the easier ones to find. Um, they, you know, have, they started out being a brewery. They, they wanted to be called, you know, Ohio's most drinkable craft beer. So they wanted to have lagers and light beers and those sorts of things. They've kind of branched out and doing more IPAs and, and, you know, now they have seltzers and things like that. But, uh, this Irish Red and their Craft Lager are the first two, uh, the only two original beers that they brewed that they're still brewing, which is kind of cool too. And uh, again, you don't really see Irish Reds all the time. So uh, I wanted to give this one a uh, try. It's a beer I've had before, but uh, we're going to go ahead and crack it open. It's a can. So see if we can get a good uh, sound bite here. Get a good sound bite. Oh, there. that's, that's, a, the true that's another thing. That's the I real one. To- uh, Old Forster does not fucking have a cork. It's a screw top. So, <laughs> so I'm gonna pour it. It's a nice like amber color. Oh, it is. Uh, that does have a nice color to it. Yeah, nice amber. Not color. that you guys can fucking see it, but I can see it. Yeah, amber color. Good head on it. Yeah. Um, is there a trick to like not overflowing the cup like that? Like you poured it perfectly. Just experience. A steady also, hand a tw- and experience. Twelve ounce beer and a sixteen ounce cup. So that's the <laughs> trick, I think. <laughs> that's a carnival trick. I'm sorry. Go yeah. ahead. No, but uh, as you can see, a nice multi head. And the thing I like about a, a like an Irish red, it's very similar to me to like a, to a an amber ale. Irish red doesn't necessarily mean anything. It can be a lager. It can be an ale. Um, but it's just a beer that is. Um, you get some like colored malts, so it's not super like a straw color, um, that you would get from a, a true lager, um, really balanced beer. Um, but I'm going to give this one a shot. Give this one a try. Oh yeah. And definitely, um, very balanced, but, um, you get a good hit of malt on the front, a little bit of sweetness, and um, nice hoppy on the backbone. Not overly hoppy. If you don't like hoppy beers, this is a beer that you'll like. If you are a uh, Sam Adams Boston Lager fan, this is one that you would be, you know, all over. Um, the funny thing is, when I was in high school, um, I every time I drink a red a red ale. I think of this time I was in high school, went to prom, you know, someone's cool mom bought everyone a beer and the beer that, you know, I wanted to be fancy because, you know, I was, I was a fancy beer drinker even in high school. And the beer that I wanted was Killian's Irish Red. 
So every time that <laughs> every time that I drink a red ale, or I think of that fond moment in my in my lifetime, yeah. and I remember thinking this is disgusting. Yeah. Um, but now I have an acquired taste. But I, Killian's is still pretty bad. Yeah, I had I had that's one of my first experiences with beer was Killian's. Yeah, wasn't but like fan. I don't even know if it. I mean, I I don't even see that around anymore. But uh, yeah, this this one is is nice, nice and smooth. Doesn't have a ton of like uh, aftertaste if you not if you don't like that like bitter aftertaste in some beers. Um, doesn't have it's it's not too sweet, not a really filling. Um, I think it's like five point. 5.2%. So if you are wanting something as like, again, daily drinker, something you can crush a few of them, um, this is going to be a good option for you. March 1st, shout out to uh, their social media director, Josh, who is, they did is not, awesome. We did not get this for free. No. We don't owe them shit, but our <laughs> respect. But I do love uh, having a brewery where... I know who the brewery representative is. I can reach out to him. Um, it's like and, the MMA world, right? Like when you had yeah. a good contact with somebody, you're like, yeah, I can I can mess with these guys. This is good. Yeah. Well, I asked him I about, watched. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. I asked him about the beers, you know, said, hey, you guys won. What should I drink? And he gave me a few options and said, you know, hey, the Irish Red and the Craft Lager are two pretty easy to find. They have orange cream. Which he's like, that's kind of the one that they that's been hyped up. They have some seltzers out. Um, personally, their seltzers are a little too sweet for me, um, and I'm not really a big seltzer guy though. Angie's Angie loves the seltzer, truly. I think I watched uh, Tony Thomas of Louisville do a um, orange cream ale taste test of that beer. I'm about uh, the March first. It might not have been March first. It's definitely it was an orange cream ale. Uh, he was saying how the, uh, a normal cream ale he could drink twelve, but he probably couldn't drink that many of the orange. Not because it didn't taste good, just because of the I guess the flavoring, or you know, you get that that orange, you know, orange like the sweetness, yeah, <laughs> the, the citrus, yeah. It can you definitely know. crush your palate a little bit. Too much citrus will. And also, like, I mean, if it has real orange in it, the, that amount of acid of 12 orange cream beers would be, I think, a little overwhelming. Yeah. But uh, you know what else You know what else is overwhelming? As we have a great segue here. Oh, the I love it. I love good transitions. The number of breweries. I mean, I thought there was a pandemic, COVID. Breweries are supposed to be closing. Not in Cincinnati. <laughs> we are had in the last two weeks since September first, going into the into this weekend that's just passed since, since it's Monday, right? If you're listening to this on it's the, Monday it's, or after, anyway, we've had in the last two weeks four breweries in the Cincinnati area, and I'm very loose with the term Cincinnati open. So get this, Gary, Warped Wing, which is a Dayton brewery. I was going to say, I've up, heard of Warp Wing. Yeah, opened up their barrel room and smokery in Springboro, which that's the really, it's not really. Is Cincinnati. it more of a restaurant It's, it's because of the smoke? Yeah, it, it's, they, they have a smokehouse. Um, they do a bunch of like barrel aging stuff there. Um, it's a huge, uh, much bigger than their current location, their existing location, which is pretty big to begin with, but they I think they wanted to have a little bit more of a presence in Cincinnati and this is like a half step to get to Cincinnati. <laughs> like it's um now where's this know, at? In Springboro. So a little bit more a little bit more than halfway to Dayton from Cincinnati, but it's close enough. We'll call it Cincinnati. Number two, Esoteric okay. opened up in yeah. Walnut Hills. Which is the neighborhood I used to live in. You went to Walnut Hills, and brand new brewery opened up there, Black Own Brewery. Um, I've been waiting for this place to open for like three years. Um, Have you been like there? Crowd crowdfunded brewery. We went on the grand opening weekend. Fantastic experience. Um, some of the best beer 
honestly that I've ever had at a grand opening of a brewery. Um, Damn, that's that's had, that says something. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been to like eh, I've been to maybe like ten, twelve breweries when they're in like grand opening phase, like in the first two or three weeks. It's hard. I mean, there's a lot of breweries that when they first start out, their beer is not that good. You know, they got a new system that they're brewing on, um, etc. They don't really know what they're doing. They don't have the recipes down yet. Brian Jackson at Esoteric has his Shout recipes out. down. Um, fantastic beer. Um, also, a really cool space. Um, I did a um, blog post on them. Visit to Esoteric Brewing Co. MMMBKinney.com if you want more info on them. Number three. <laughs> We've already talked about this one a couple weeks, uh, maybe like a month ago, maybe two months ago at this point. Braxton in Cincinnati opened this weekend and the, the former Kentucky three takeover. points location. Kentucky Brewery coming coming north of the Mason Dixon in the Cincinnati. <laughs> I think we're already opened north up. Of the Mason Dixon. They took the uh, Underground Railroad across the river and into Ohio. And I think that this is going to be. Kind of the coming out party for Braxton. Not that, not that they haven't already came out, but Braxton has so much fun stuff going on right now. They have a freaking pumpkin spice seltzer, which we haven't talked about yet. But I'm gonna make you try it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spike your bourbon with some uh, when I come see you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they have so much fun stuff going on. Braxton opened this weekend in the former Three Points location in Pendleton, downtown Cincinnati. Looking forward to checking that one out. If I haven't checked it out already by the time this podcast posts, uh, we'll be there soon. And last but not least, Rebel Metal, another downtown brewery. This is like the one where I don't really know what to expect from them. They could either be really good. They could be really bad. I don't really know. So it's brand new. Like there's, there, you yeah. have nothing to go by. Right. They have I, cool you gotta, branding. You got to be careful. With Rebel in 2020. <laughs> I know. They have cool branding. Um, they have a... They're they're coming out with three beers when they first open. It sounds like they're going more toward that like lighter style. Um, and they, have, they also have a Juniper Schwartz beer, which is like a dark lager with Juniper. Really interested to try that one. Um, but they will definitely check them out. Very soon. So, yeah, so many breweries. I mean, how many breweries have we talked about that have opened? I think like nine or ten in Cincinnati this year. And that's like post-COVID. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we started like, on the cusp of COVID, you know, like a couple months into COVID. And we were yeah. talking about brewery openings and and that economic space and how they were still functioning. And it, it's crazy. One, that you can have so many in that like small of an area. Now, granted, it's not super small. And, and like when I go to Juan's house, he doesn't live in Cincinnati. Like his, if I mail <laughs> yeah, him a letter, if, I'm not mailing it to Cincinnati, Ohio. You know what I'm saying? But the people that claim to hell Covington claims they're in Cincinnati, you know? So, right. Well, and the funny thing is too, like if you look, I have them on, uh, on my website, mmamckinney.com. Another shout out for that. But if you go to Cincinnati Breweries and go to the bottom, there's a map of all the Cincinnati breweries. There's a big hole of the whole west side where there's not really that many breweries. There's like, there's 13 below. Uh, there is West Side Brewing. There is one in planning called Verge Brewing. And there's Brink Brewing on the west side. That's pretty much it. Um, there's not really a whole heck of a lot of other breweries on the whole west side of Cincinnati. Our suburbs are filling in. We've got breweries in Middletown, Lebanon coming, um, all the way out in uh, Mount Oreb, all over the place. I always like looking at the map. Again, I'm a visual person of seeing where all the breweries are. Of course, I've been to all of them. So I am a expert on every single brewery and I can rank them my top five, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, your opinion holds weight. I mean, I don't know how many people have been to, and 
not only been to all the breweries, but also keeping up with going to all the breweries. Like tracking that they've been, you know? Yes. Keeping track of, yeah, where have you been? What have you been doing? Um, Yeah. What would you get there? Was the bathroom clean? (laughs) There's some fun, you know, being on Instagram. There's some, like, fun Instagram accounts. There's, like, one. It's called, like, Dayton Beer Baby. These two people who love breweries, they uh, they had a baby, and they're like, we're going to keep track of all the breweries that our, our baby's been to. That's pretty awesome. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. In the world of social media, the like the fun quirky ways to to use it, you know, in the non political space. I love that yes. kind of stuff. I I I get so much enjoyment out of like my dog has an Instagram account, Samsonati. Mm-hmm. Follow him. I get so much enjoyment out of like I've kind of curated his feed to follow like a bunch of dogs. And all the all the breweries with dog in their name, which there's a lot of them. I don't know if you've uh, looked it up, but I get so much enjoyment just out of like going on his his Instagram feed and just looking at dogs, looking at like <laughs> this is enjoyable, right? Listen, they- or beers and beards. Our Instagram feed, we follow a bunch of people. Hit us up, follow us. We will follow you back. Yeah, uh, so many like good, just random bourbon. Uh, beer fans like never any like politics. It's all fun and games, and that's that's the kind of life that I like. I'm not. I don't want to pressure you, and this is a double edged sword. But at 30 years old, married, which what you you just celebrated your one year anniversary? Yeah, we're about a year and a half in. Yeah. Yeah, one year into a life sentence. Um, there's <laughs> like going to be a time, and and, and, I, and I don't, I'm not getting in your business, but when, on purpose or by a blessing, you may have a child. And the days like today, having multiple children, it, it makes me want to go stand in traffic. Yeah. See, I've seen the people that I know that have one kid and I see how much work one kid is. And just by like by like proximity of and then people consciously make the decision or unconsciously make the decision <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to have a second child. And I'm like you know, I see the people they they have one and they're like, Man, this was I don't know, this was this is this is not that fun. And then they do it again. It's like maybe they think it's like beer and it's like an acquired taste of like <laughs> <laughs> you've got to have 8 to 12. The funny thing is like I've been you know I'm I'm a history not I wouldn't say buff but I like reading about like history and, and stuff like that and I'm like I just read a book about like pioneers on the frontier and stuff like the frontier of Ohio which is not really the frontier but people had 8 10 12 kids that's because they they made them go work, right? Yeah. Kids nowadays, you can, you don't really make your kid. There's nothing you can do to your kids to say, "Hey, go out and plow the fields." There's no fields in Mount Sterling, you know, at least in where you live in Mount Sterling, Kentucky. Uh, yeah. Where I live, we actually have a former urban garden across the street from our house, so I may make our kids go plow that when we have go. kids. Till which it looks like the size of a yard. I mean, it's, it, it's pretty big. I mean, in terms of an, if you think of urban garden, though, it's pretty big for an urban garden. Don't have kids ten years apart either. Well, but then That's the older one can watch the younger one. You would think so, but you know, like you said, <laughs> you can't make them do anything. But to be fair, I haven't mowed my own grass in a decade, so. You make Harlan do it or Abby. Nah, no, no, I outsource that to boost the local economy. You know, That's right. I, I, I pay it forward. So, well, speaking of you, paying it forward, do you do you mow your grass like your yards? You have, yeah, I got a push reel mower, man. I'm a hipster. Is that the that the no engine? Just it, no engine because your engine whole side me. yard is. 
gravel. It's gravel. I just mow the front. And now we have grass in the back, too. Oh. Like, did you lay sod, or like, how does that work? No, I plant, planted grass. Like a, you know, like like a frontiersman would have done. <laughs> yeah. I went and bought the seeds and spread <laughs> it out and put some hay on top of it. And I tell you, know, our backyard grew. is maybe like mm, the actual back, I would say like f- four or 500 square feet, maybe. The amount of work to plant grass back there was, it was not worth the, I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't worth grass. the effort. Yeah. It wasn't worth the effort. It was a lot of effort. Let's just say that. Just the tilling. But, uh, yeah, we do have a push reel mower, push reel mow the front and the back. And our front yard has like a hill. Push reel mower on a hill. We'll get you some guns. Good, so I got good these guns. Oh, so I got these guns. Son, put them away. <laughs> Better start a riot downtown. Yeah. I don't know if those are legal to have here in this state. But, you know, you talked about paying it forward. We are paying it forward with our uh, very own playlist. Beers and beers. Right. We are giving you audio uh, love. Did you say audio? Audio love. Okay. You know, we don't only come into your ears via our voices, but we come into our into your ears via <laughs> our love for music. <laughs> I didn't know where the hell you were going with that. All right. <laughs> Run this down podcast what we've is, got on the people on don't the know this. This podcast so- is fully scripted. Yes. So oh, that was I've in the script. The, uh, I've got Are you looking our, up your song? Uh, no, I've got our playlist right here. Haunt You by National Barks, which you heard already if you've made it this far in the playlist. My first round draft pick was You Can Have the Crown by Sturgill Simpson. David had uh, By and By by Camp with two A's. Uh, my next. Oh, you've already put yours on here. I just uh, did. I love uh, yeah. doing it in real time. Uh Mine was the new uh, joint from Corey Taylor, CMFT Must Be Stopped, which that's on repeat when I'm in the gym. Yours was Hollywood Park by the Airborne Toxic Event. And uh, drumroll, David, your next selection in the uh, Beers and Beards playlist on Spotify is? By the Avid Brothers. It's called Victory. It's one of their, it's off their new album that just came out like two weeks ago. Called uh, the gleam, the third gleam. Um, the song is victory. Super old school Avid Brothers. If you like folk Americana, you will like this song. If you don't, you won't like this song. There's like no in between. But uh, I don't know how it took me three weeks to get an Avid Brothers song because I'm like, you're a fan, Avid right? Brothers been- almost on repeat. I've seen them a couple times, and uh, I love looking at. My goal here is to make this playlist. We will branch out here some coming up. My goal is to make this playlist as eclectic as we can possibly make it, but still be songs that we like or love or songs of the moment, etc. Some of the some of the recommendations. Let me before you as you pull up your song, Tyler Childers, Corey Taylor, which we already have on there. Another camp song. Marilyn Manson, which I like where this is going. Wait, what's, what, what is song. this? What are you reading? We Are Chaos. The recommended songs. So Spotify oh. will have recommended songs for your playlist. Yeah. None of those are going on the playlist yet. None of them are good enough yet. But we will have the playlist. We'll continue to update it every week. Eventually, it'll be... We're going to go crazy. We're going to go wild. And we're going to have some fun stuff. I listen to like a lot of different stuff, mostly Avid Brothers. But it's a lot different of different Avid stuff. Brothers. It's mostly different Avid Brothers, just songs. different albums. <laughs> but every once in a while, I'll have like a random like last weekend, Angie and I were listening to a bunch of like old country songs. Uh, yeah, we're sitting on our patio, and we're listening to a bunch of old country songs. I almost put one of those on the playlist. Maybe next week it'll go on there. George Strait, not George Strait. We were listening to the Chicks. Formerly the Dixie Chicks. That's not old country, to, David. That's it's not the, that's old, old to like you, I guess. as in not not current bro country. <laughs> All right, it's not Luke Bryan or yeah. um, who's the other guy? Florida Georgia Line. Yes, it's not. It's not current modern today. 
country. But let's see what your song is. All right. Gotta so I turn. You thought you had it? No, I no, I don't have it. I don't no. know what it is. You got time? No, you don't know what this is. I turned forty in three weeks. God. But I still hold on. And if you listen to uh, the close enough with the podcast to do with my wife, which we've not done one in a month, just because, like, she's wrangling the kids while I do this, so it's hard for us to do it together now that it's school is back. Anyway, the songs that we, our intro songs are all songs that were from our formative years. We even have an episode where we talk about the most influential albums that, you know, from our, from up until like 2000. Uh, but I can remember going into ninth grade and just being completely wrapped up in the gangster rap scene. <laughs> and I like where this is going. Tupac got out of jail. California love was bumping. I got, uh, you know, the double disc just, it, it was my soundtrack for a couple years. So my selection is Tupac, Can't See Me, featuring George Clinton. All right. And just the way it starts, like just the, you get that old death row beat. Like if you're into that West Coast, like my friend Rob, he was an East Coast rap fan. Like Nas, Mob Deep, you know, Jay-Z. I was Tupac, Snoop. Uh, Spice One, I don't know. No, Biggie's East Coast, man. They can't. Plus, they the rivalry, you know. Beastie Boys. So, East Coast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that was like, I can remember for Christmas, I got some new speakers to put in my old junky car. And I just remember listening to Tupac all the time. All right. So Have you ever heard this song? No, but we'll play, we'll, we'll play it as the outro, maybe. All right. But uh, this week, I mean, I don't know if you can get more eclectic than this. Avid Brothers from me and Tupac from you. That's right. So that's that's how this is going to go. It's <laughs> it's going to be eclectic. Next week, it might be the theme song to Mr. Rogers. You never know what we're going to do. Okay? This, yeah. this, this playlist is going to be essential for all parties, bar mitzvahs, weddings, uh, Donald funerals. Trump Jr. rallies, funerals, anything that we you have, any celebration. We should have this playlist to Aaron when he did the Trump rally. Was it was yes. it a Trump Jr. rally or was Donald there? It was Trump Jr. Aaron's not that popular. There you go. George Clinton, baby. Funkadelic. Right. That's that. Banging in the trunk, baby. And then we're going to get started if, uh, if we play any more of that. So. I don't know. But, I've done, I put like 30, 45 <laughs> seconds of songs in a bunch of podcasts. No, we don't want to give it away. We don't want to give away the, the playlist. They got to go to the playlist to yeah. hear the song. That's the only way you Has can hear it. Has anybody subscribed? Because I'm going to feel, are you looking at it? Spotify playlist. How Beers and Beards podcast playlist. This is like what I want to be able to play on my patio when I'm sitting out there drinking some beer, drinking some March 1st Irish Red, drinking some pumpkin beers. Drinking God damn it, David! October I'm the only beers. follower. I follow it. Well, it's my playlist. Well, it's so. your playlist. You, you're the author. Yeah. Somebody for the love of Jesus follows. Also, uh, before we head out, let's go over to Apple Podcast to see if we've got any new. Uh, if anybody's give us any love. And with that, we're gonna wrap it up for the day. <laughs> No love. Sons of bitches. You think Give us just, some love. You think Apple, Spotify, our... Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, Google Write Play Music. Leave us a voicemail. Any... I'm in this yes. podcast group where I guess is it a thing where, and I've seen like Theo Vaughn's done it. And some other, Like they have a number you can call and, and leave a voicemail to ask a question. They play it on air. But I, like, that's just, I don't. That breaks up the show. Like I hope, I hope to God they're listening to hear me and you, all ten thousand yeah, themselves, all ten thousand. And that yeah, that's an inside joke because David said apparently to be considered legitimate, 
you need like 10,000 listeners an episode. Well, to get for sponsors to seek you out. But we had a sponsor seeking us out week one, Beard yeah. Octane. So. Beers and Beards 10. And we have probably another new sponsor coming in next week. We right. are going to be sponsored maybe by the biggest podcast yeah, studio in the state of Louisville. Yeah. So city of Louisville. A little teaser to that as we close out week 19 of Beers and Beards. You're going to a wedding the day that we're filming. We're filming. Yes. Yeah, that's correct. We are going to be filming. You're going to be in a tux, right? Or are you going to no, no, change into no. it? No. I'll, I'll change. <laughs> I'll be in a I'll be in a full tux for the episode, and then I'll change to a suit for the wedding. I'm gonna have to dress down because that's yeah. less formal than us being on. Yeah, so It'll be video. You know what to do? It's gonna be big. It's gonna be on, yeah. probably on Facebook. Can we do it on Instagram? Because that's where all of our people are at. Yeah, Instagram Live. I don't have to figure out with Matt. I'll give him the. That's background. Yeah. We'll give him our that's, Instagram that's, login. That's technical stuff. Yeah, it just took me like uh, three months to get on Instagram with us. So. This is how the sausage is made. So my wife wants to, she says, I sent you a picture of my bourbon tonight. And she's like, oh, you can't, I, I really got to work on take. Look at David's pictures. Look at yours. I really got to take your pictures. So uh, we've got a social media manager now. Or at least Did you like the picture on Instagram? We had the beer and the bourbon last week. That's right. With the episode, a little bit of text. Go work it. We're legit. I mean, screw these we're 10, on our way to followers. Be a, Listen, we're on our way we've to got be more verified. than that. We're gonna get the blue check mark on Instagram. All right. We Until ran next over week. our time this week. Yeah. We are on. They're kicking us out of the studio. What? Hold on. Yeah, we're almost done. Until Rogan's next week. Coming in. <laughs> yeah, he's we're, he's got he's taking the studio back. Check out uh, our playlist, our recommendations for the week. Tell us what you think. Uh, next week we'll be back with an all-new episode. Enjoy your week. Until then, adios.